Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Back at it again. Welcome back to the Prefer Not to Say podcast. You already know what it is. Dropping that knowledge and stuff. Yeah. That's the new intro <laughs> now. You already know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite hosts, Bootsie, Paul, and Daddy, Master Senpai. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on the daddy, the master, and the senpai. Yeah. Just emphasis on the entire name. I, I was going to go decide. with a singular word, but I was like, nah, it's all important. <laughs> yeah, so another uh, another regular episode, not a part of a particular series. Uh, this one's called Some of All Parts. Mm-hmm. This is an episode we're going to talk about how um, pretty much everything in real life relates to numerous factors and not just one. Because it seems a lot of people want to peg things on one particular area and not Ooh. consider <laughs> everything involved. Oh man. What? Sorry, I'm just I'm just uh peg. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. That, that 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 word has been ruined for me by uh <laughs> by people who are into that kink. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I hear peg and I can't I can't think of anything else now. I will say pinpoint. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! If you're under that, no judgment here. It's 2020. Yeah, man, it's cool. <laughs> I just love how that's the first thing you thought of. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't explain it. <laughs> I have a filthy, horrible, uh, trash compactor of a mind. We're all still 12 mm-hmm. sense of humor wise. Mm. <laughs> Somebody says Oscar Mayer wieners. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. wiener. <laughs> Uh, we already lost the entire audience. We're canceled. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a really nice half year. <laughs> the final episode. <laughs> Come back for the next show <laughs> with more wiener jokes. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's really. Uh, and I just I've been seeing it a lot over the years where, you know, it's very easy for you to isolate one factor and make that the main problem or, mm-hmm. you know, decide that that's the main problem and not anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you, when you're looking at any sort of situation, you have to look at all points of view. You know, it's not just, Oh, this one thing it's, you know, I, I think most things it's would a combination come together of, if it weren't for this one piece of bullshit. No, yeah, exactly. So much. There's all these underlying factors that you're not paying attention to. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, uh, you know, and all the things that are coming together, it's like, are all those things the things you need or are they actually like positive things like pointing you where you need to go? Mm-hmm. Or do you need to trim the fat? Yeah. You know, I always like, you know, I try to trim the fat in many areas of my life, whether it be social, whether it be, you know, health wise, cutting out like junk mm-hmm. food or whatever, if I need to um, monitoring the content I consume. You know, making sure I'm not just like sitting around, you know, experiencing garbage. Like I, when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of reality TV. Mm-hmm. I, I, I refuse to watch reality TV now. I wish I would refuse refuse then. That 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 will rot your brain for real. Legitimately, that would, like yeah, no, you will have no perspective. If you, that's all you consume. I had a friend who that's all he'd watch is like, you know, he he was in a Duck Dynasty. Oh, uh, uh, he loved that show. I was like, how? I don't know. 
I, I don't understand it, man. I don't understand the like voyeurist appeal of all those reality TV shows. You're just watching someone else live some wild ass life as opposed to just living your own. Which isn't usually real. It's usually the TV show. Mm-hmm. They like try to like, you know, <laughs> fluff it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, he used to watch like multiple shows at once. A commercial break hits. He flips the channel instantly. Another commercial break flips back to the original show. Nah. That's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I admit, I almost miss commercial breaks. You know, it was, it was like a nice. I mean, advertisements were shitty. You know, it's ah here buy this whatever. It's irrelevant. I don't care about that. But like, it was a nice little buffer. You know, bring you away from the stuff that you were uh, consuming, even if for just a few seconds. Yeah, break. I, I hated commercial breaks. Show will play for five minutes and there's a break. Come back for another yeah, five minutes. The, another the break. Frequency <laughs> sucked. The frequency sucked. But like. I don't know. I just I just appreciated the break to like, I don't know, think process the scene that just happened or like go use the restroom or whatever. Yeah, I remember I used to record a lot of things on VHS and I would count how many commercials there were because I would I'd usually like stop recording during commercial break and hit it right before. So I didn't have the commercials in the tape Mm. (laughs) because those were annoying. It wasted tape space and it was unnecessary. I just record everything. Now you don't have to. Nope. Everything's streamable. Yeah. There was also, um, I think one of my favorite things is, uh, the genetics excuse <laughs> in regards to anything that involves any sort of physical vanity. They're mm-hmm. like, Oh, this person's shape. Oh, it's gotta be genetics. Cause I was listening to mind pump which is a fitness podcast. And they're like, they were talking about how they hate that. They're like, yeah, there's no gene that decides you're going to be a hundred pounds overweight. It doesn't exist. <laughs> this isn't science. It's like the old big bone thing. Nah, man, I'm not fat. I'm that, big bone. You're just have fucking you seen, fat. Have, just have, have you seen the meme that says, your skeleton looks like this if you're really big bone. And it's literally like this massive skeleton. <laughs> oh my goodness. Not to make fun of overweight people. That's not the goal of this. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, or you know when people like the point out how smart people are it's like no Mm. they just put in the effort to gain knowledge i don't understand i mean there's probably like a very 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 minuscule correlation between like your your genetic history and your intelligence but like there's there's that's not enough for it to matter i've never actually heard the genetics excuse for like intelligence i mean that's more so of uh that's more so habits that are developed along Mm. a family line like if you're not very smart you're not going to try to make your kids smart because you don't know how to get smart (laughs) in the first place it's like people whose iqs are super low and it's like yeah it's because you didn't stimulate them as a child you let them just like (laughs) run around and just be dumb (laughs) are you okay you sound a little hostile right now (laughs) I'm fine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really big on like I, I hate excuses. What what dumb person gave you a dumb excuse today? What happened? I don't think anybody, no, hey, no one's about it. no one's giving me a, an excuse. Uh, I mean, it could it could also lead to factors that you know we don't we might not see. Like, there's a dude I worked with who was just awful, and I'm pretty sure he was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he also forged his resume, so. I mean, that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. <laughs> kind of history you got where you need to forge your resume. Come on now. It's just places you've been. 
<laughs> also like lying about what jobs you've had and like what experience mm. you have and then when you get to the job and then you, you show that you don't actually are actually qualified which yeah, is it's, which i have a stupid easy job like and this dude was failing hardcore at it i was like man this this sucks like i almost feel bad but then i don't because you're a, an adult oh <laughs> uh. I mean, but the intelligence thing that also goes like, you know, if you come from a family that's like, you know, kind of like hide you from the world mm-hmm. or just has bad habits themselves, you know, habits. There's that's that's a point I wanted to bring up. Habits are the foundation of literally like existence. Yeah, I, I suppose. Like if, if there's anybody who feels like there's constantly bad things happening, assess your habits. There is definitely a. Uh a common denominator that's 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 resulting in all of these bad situations. It's going to take a lot of introspective thought to, to figure it out exactly though, but if if you're willing so to if you're willing to have that introspective thought mm. also. Yeah, you just got to, you know, also like, you know, what is your social structure like? Circle like, sorry. Mm. Mispronouncing words here. Um, you know, are they facilitating bad behavior? Mm. That's another thing. Like, okay, you want to try to be healthier, but no one else you want wants to try to be healthy. Yeah. I I can't tell you how many times, like, now that I've gotten like in, obviously in the past several months getting serious about like getting my health back on track, every time that somebody's like, Hey man, let's hang out and catch up and I'm like, Okay, well, sure, like what do you want to do? And they're like, Yeah, let's go out to eat and I'm like, No, I'm not doing that. Why is it the go to I don't understand activity? Let's, let's go, go out somewhere to eat. and Why? consume a shitload of food. No. Spend money and get fat. That's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those That's are two I things I don't want to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, or um, like for but, real. Looking back at it, how many? Like how many? I don't know if it happened to you a lot, but like I spent like almost every weekend with my buddies at restaurants eating food and like drinking and shit. Like, I mean, no I would wonder. Of my I size. used to tag along every now and then, but I didn't make mm-hmm. it a habit to go to like I didn't go to Denny's as often as you guys did. That was I'm I'm a lo- I'm low key ashamed of how often <laughs> how we were often there. You did. <laughs> did you know everyone by their first name? Basically, no, fuck that. I I don't. I oh, don't know I know like I know that, I know, but... I know some of our friends like basically were friends with everybody. Yeah, they they knew the whole staff, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if everybody knows you, that's that's not always mm. a good thing. Oh man, yeah. Like or I like I uh, was an alcoholic. Oh, <laughs> the, the bar staff knew me by name and they stopped IDing me at the door. I was like, I've been here too much. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's got to be a eye opener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, I'd have friends who try to quit smoking and every one of the friends like, no, you have to have your last cigarette with me. And then mm-hmm. by the time they get through all those friends, they didn't kick the habit at all. Or just in general, you know, like, oh, I'm trying to quit smoking. So like your friends are still smoking right in front of you, not being like courteous or anything like that yeah i hate that shit i absolutely hate that shit but and those are the my body my choice people like all right i guess i'll just stop hanging out with you then you know here's here's a point i'd like to bring up about smoking in general like i'm not i'm not trying to be like fuck you you're a smoker you're a piece of shit but that's like as much as everyone likes to tout the whole my body my choice thing when they're smoking you realize that smoking is a communal act no matter like which way you try to do it you know if you're burning something in the presence of someone else, they're also inhaling that shit. You're not smoking. We're smoking. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a 
And some people are really rude about it when you call them out on it. Mm-hmm. Like they get all offended. It's like, I'm sorry you made a bad life choice. Don't <laughs> make me suffer because of it. For real. And that and that goes that goes along with, you know, what is your social cir- circle like? Are they facilitating mm-hmm. good things or are they just trying to keep you keep you on their level? So I, it's like, you know, I, I try to be around people who want to do things and progress because that's be forward you know, minded. Yeah, because, you know, I've, I've I've spent plenty of time hanging out with people who don't want to do anything with their life. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't fun. I mean, mm. it's fine when we're 20, but after 30, it's like dude, there's a problem. Yeah, it's fucking tiring. I mean, I got some cool stories out of it, but I'm not about that shit no more. Right. And then along with a. Uh, you know, also frequency if you're of how often you're around with these people. Mm. You know, once in a while is fine. If you're spending all your time with people who you shouldn't be hanging around, bad things. Yeah, just don't make it a habit. Which it's yeah. it, social being around being around people is the probably the quickest habit to pick up for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you know people people you know can't pick up flossing every day, but they can pick they can hang, they can make the effort to hang out with someone they probably shouldn't hang out with every day. For real, just use that time for something else. I mean, it is it is just one of the the many many things that make up your your current situation. Yeah. There was no more Most to that. <laughs> oh, I thought that was going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, th- I think it's the thing. It's like you have to, you know, when you're looking at everything, it's, you know, it's almost like a chain. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. okay, what are your sleeping habits like? Okay, get up. What's your morning routine like? Okay. What do you do at work? Whether mm-hmm. whether you're working your hardest or just like getting by. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do outside of work? What are your habits then? Do you get out of work and go to the gym or do you get out, you know, get out of work and then instantly just go sit down do you do you get out do you get out of work and then you meet up with the people that you were just at work with to go consume <laughs> yeah i i made it a habit not to associate with coworkers too much outside of work mm. one that's not that's not that's not something you should do anyway that's just you're asking for something bad to happen you should keep i i generally like to keep work people at work except for maybe a select few but yeah, mm. I never made it a habit to hang out with people I worked with. Yeah. Somebody ends up feeling some type of way about somebody and then it bleeds over into your workspace and creates too many issues. I've definitely uh, experienced that. Yeah, that's never good. You know, or or what do you, you know, what do you do on the weekend? Like the most mind blowing thing that I'm realizing more and more. Why do people pick their days off to sleep in? Now I'm going to explain I mean, this. You you use the day you have the entire day, and you're sleeping half of it away. Why I don't people want to maximize on it? I think people would maximize on it if they weren't exhausted from the forty hours. You know that goes into the whole we should be on a on a on a, on a different like work cycle, on a different standard. But generally, I think for for the majority of people at home listening, they're probably going to be like, well. That's the only opportunity I have to do that. So, of course, I'm going to. I'm going to try to get R&R and rest and relax. But I'm going to say that's what your sick days are for. Fuck them. It's only a job. Well, also, the the funny thing is that there's no such thing as catching up on sleep. And this mm-hmm. is a science fact. 
Yep. Like, oh, I got to catch up on sleep. No, if you keep that, that, that actually ruins your sleep, sleep cycles. <laughs> if you sleep in. Mm-hmm. Destroys your circadian you know, rhythm. You should just like sleep in spurts anyways. Couple I think the big here, thing is, uh, you know, there's too much of a, there's too much of a binge and purge aesthetic that people pour into things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they'll do, you know, they'll, they'll do a bunch of work one day and then nothing the next day mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, piecing it out. Yeah, I found it easier to like work things into like minute, like, like, you know, kind of like, you know, smaller time spans. Like there was one day that I decided to test something out, which I might experiment with further. It was. um, I will. I think I was learning um, trying to learn more about Inkscape so I could do more graphic design stuff. And what I did was I found tutorials on it. So what I would do is I'd watch one of the tutorial videos, which is like 15 to 18, maybe 20 minutes. Then I'd Mm -hmm. go do dishes. And then I would either go back to watch another video or I'd go watch an episode of TV. Mm -hmm. I might watch an episode of TV, might go do a chore, or I might go back to one of those videos. So I was cycling in like, you know, I'm teaching myself a skill. I'm getting work done, but I'm also entertaining myself. So it's like this cycle, like everything's getting done. And I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like, you know, facilitate all those parts of my brain, stimulate all those parts of my brain at once. Mm -hmm. I think... I think it's more or less about figuring out what works for you as an individual when it comes to like organizing how you approach your day, not to like justify the binge and purge aesthetic because that, that is a a problem. But I mean, let me give you my perspective on it. So when I say I'm going to take a day to do like the stuff that I enjoy, or I'm going to take a, a day to like focus on something that I, that I want to polish up my skills on or like that Ableton live trial, you know, when I, when I first dug into that, I was like, I was on this for like 10 fucking hours. Nope. No breaks, no stopping, no thinking about anything else. It's because me personally, I know if I try to do too many things or like not, not even too many, if I try to do a multitude of things, I will get scatterbrained and I won't put forth a hundred percent effort on all of them. I'd much rather break it into like 24 hour chunks where I can put all of my effort into this one thing. And then the next day, all of my effort into this one thing. It's more of optimizing my attention span. Well, that goes to the other thing. Um, there's like two sides of the coin on the what works for you. There's mm-hmm. one coin where it's like, yes, there is a way that you have to approach it. And then there's a there's a side where you're just wrong. And you're just mm-hmm. trying to use the what works for me as an excuse to just like not actually be on top of it. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I, I think it's like, you know, there's unwillingness to actually try different methods. Mm-hmm. is another factor too it's like you know no one wants to try like you know i i don't like that where it's like you know they turn it into an absolute where they're like well there's days where i just do a bunch of things and then where i do nothing and that's okay and i'm like no that's not okay that can actually be very harmful and also it can kind of really i don't know i i think the the binge and purge thing is kind of like it's it's like the whole thing like you know the eight hour sleep myth that's not actually really it's not logical and it doesn't actually work Mm-hmm. it's not it's not really like you know realistically like not many people actually sleep for a direct straight shot and people who think they do you could not you could be waking up you just don't remember it mm-hmm. i mean you know there's plenty of times you like you have someone be like oh yeah you woke up in the middle of the night you'll be like i did yeah all the time <laughs> like, yeah you woke up and got a glass of water really <laughs> okay i don't know about going that far if i, I mean, get I, out of my I bed mean, i remember I mean, that shit <laughs> uh there are some people who get out of bed and not even realize it it's, it's wild they they 
they need to be watched because that sounds incredibly unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sleepwalking is a fascinating, fascinating area of, uh, you know, sleep study. But yeah, or it's like, you know, you don't even have to do anything major. You could do minor things like, you know, maybe getting up a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I refuse to do is get up right before I have to go to work. I don't know how people function doing that. That is just amazing. I think. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, personally, I, I do it because it's kind of like. I almost want to say it's fun. Like it's when it's not a task that I know is going to be like critical or has or runs the risk of like hurting myself or someone else. You know, I like to wake up in then like I have my shower if I have the time, which I never do because I don't like to do this. I eat breakfast. I head off to work because once I get to work, I'm still, you know, your brain is not awake until like two hours after you wake up or something like that. So I'm still shrugging off, you know, the sleep and I'm a little bit. uh, I don't want to say loopy because it sounds like you're doing drugs or some shit, (laughs) but (laughs) That first like hour in my workspace, I get the most entertaining reactions out of myself when people try to engage with me. That's really interesting, mm-hmm. and it's that I. That's why I do it. Like, it's it's it entertains me. It's 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 purely for joy. Because someone will ask I mean, me it, a, a generic question, like, "How's your day been?" And I'll be like, "Hmm, what?" And then I'll start going off about like a dream I had or some shit. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't make a difference about whether like. When I wake up, my brain's usually good to go within the first 15 minutes of the day. Mm-hmm. Like on point, like I've <laughs> I've slept in by accident and then someone called me like, hey, are you coming in? And I was perfectly lucid. And they're like, they questioned whether or not like this was on purpose or not. <laughs> I was like, no, no, my brain mm-hmm. just like rapid starts up. It's like mm-hmm. those like crazy overclocked PCs that you see that start in like two seconds. Yeah, I, th- yeah I, th- I, mean, I think it's mostly like, you know, it's like I'll go to like work 15 minutes early to kind of like set up for the day because it's like one, I, if I don't, it could end up like <laughs> timing is a really interesting thing at work because it's like I do, I do one thing off and something could just go wrong out of nowhere or I can like fix a problem like, you know, like times where it's like, you know, we'll have a printer burnout on us mm-hmm. and that just throws off the entire day, which is just a. I've never thought a printer breaking down would ruin a day as much as it has for me in the past. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in shipping. You have to print out all the labels that go on like, everything that goes in and out that out that door. Well, it's mostly for the packing slips like our um, our label printers don't do that because we have mm-hmm. label printers. We don't just we don't print out like normal paper and put the shipping well, labels on those. The the implication was for the, the 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 packing paper, the manifest, and the the shipping labels. I wasn't exclusive. I didn't intentionally mean oh. exclusive. Well, no, the, the main problem labels. isn't even that. It's like I can't print the orders that I have to pick. <laughs> so I literally just can't do the job in general. <laughs> like if a printer's down, I can't print those. Oh man, holy oh, shit. dude, it's so bad. It's like if a printer goes down, it's just a bad day. Oh. There's a period we had printers going out all the time. It was like we'd get like you we'd go through like eight in one year or something like that. It was, it was bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you know, I, I would say that, you know, I, you know, the 40 hour work week kind of ruins it for people to actually balance their day. Mm-hmm. Especially like the commute. 
Yeah, everyone. <clears throat> the the eight hour workday thing is like, oh, it's a third of your. No, it's it's more than that. You know, you it's gotta, more than a third of your day because you got to go to work, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to get there, you know, and you got to get back. Unless you're one of those people that lives like 15 feet away from where they work, which, oh my goodness, I could not imagine. Yeah, I usually have a, I don't have like a routine, but it's like, you know, I'll get up, floss, brush my teeth, mouthwash. Um, I used to make a habit of cleaning the litter boxes in the morning, which I'm going to mm-hmm. do again because it's always like needs to be scooped out mm-hmm. constantly because that's what happens when you have cats. That's um, what happens when you have so many of them. <laughs> it's only five. It's yeah. It's only a small army of cats. <laughs> it's it's not bad. I mean, we actually take care of things though. It's not like mm-hmm. those places that have like a bunch of cats and it's just a mess everywhere. Yeah, it definitely could be a whole hell of a lot worse. I've seen some cat dungeons and they're they're terrifying. Right, but yeah, it's like you know I'll go to work. Um, habits at work to help you with success is another thing. Like you know you have to. You know, there's so many things I have to do once. Like, I have to be able to communicate with people. Also, like, picking and shipping. I have to answer questions if I'm asked. I have to spin so many plates all at once. Mm-hmm. Primarily because we were down a person and I had to do everything by myself. But now we got mm-hmm. a new guy who's, like, awesome at the job. So, that will lighten the load. And on top of that, I got to come home and then do things like the podcast. Yeah, so that's why it's like, you know. And with the podcast, I have to, like, monitor, like, okay, if... Is what I'm consuming or doing on a daily basis going to be conducive of making a good episode? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. It's like, you know, everything around you affects what you may be doing on your side projects. And I was like, I might like, oh, I'll, I'll consume this information. This will be good to throw on the podcast. Or, you know, if I, you know, happen to meet somebody like, oh, this person would be good to interview for the podcast. I'm realizing so many factors go into a podcast. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many so many things go into it. <laughs> it looks so simple on the face. But no. no it's like, yeah, you're it. just talking to a microphone. No, it's it's grueling work if you're trying to be serious about it. If it was just talking into a microphone, literally everyone would have one. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't tell you about like the oh, you had a editing and mixing and, you know, putting it up on the the different streaming services, maintaining mm-hmm. a social media presence, networking, tracking growth. It's <sighs> a whole lot. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to, so I'm trying to get back into health and fitness because I'm kind of like fell off the wagon. And, and that's another thing. That's, that's an area you really got to be conscious of what you're doing because mm-hmm. you can't consistency is the most important factor. You can't slack off when it comes to that stuff. No, uh, you definitely can't. I mean, you're, I, you're, you're learning that by just like trying to eat better. Dude, no, I mean like <laughs> the, the slacking off thing. Cause like when I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And I lost like 30 some odd pounds and then COVID happened. And I was like, and no, just- it's fine. I slacked, <laughs> I slacked a little bit and I was like, holy shit. Like it didn't take long at all for me to gain a bunch of weight back. And <laughs> well, it's also, it's, it was ma- And that's partly because of it was mainly your eating habits that you changed. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't gain as fast if you have other lifestyle habits mm. like it's like if you're practicing certain a certain like you know time frame of fitness every day if you know i mean you got the water thing down yeah which i wish was which i wish i wish was a more consistent habit for people like it i don't find it hard to drink water at all Mm-mm. it helps it you is, like the more you drink the more you appreciate it <laughs> It really helps if you're trying to track your uh, your waist size too. You know, you're not hungry most of the time. You're just thirsty. 
Yeah. And, and that's one where people like to peg the whole, um, oh, it's genetics. It's like, no, Mm-mm. it's them getting up at five o'clock every morning, you know, working out, constantly educating themselves on fitness, eating right, avoiding alcohol, doing all these things. <laughs> I, I Learning think- witchcraft. I think yeah. <laughs> I think, okay, so that's that's like I'm not literally. I'm not. I'm not about to go off on a tangent and be like, ah, oh, witchcraft is legit. But like, some people, though, I swear to God, they need to share their secrets or at least expose what they're actually doing. You know, you know, you have that really skinny friend who's like, oh, I can eat like 18 pizzas in a day and not gain a pound. What's the What's the real thing that you're doing? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, it's oh, a list of things and they just like no you fucking don't you're either like out there sprinting 30 miles a day or <laughs> it could be like it could be a combination it's like you know it's like they could be they could have a insane fitness schedule they could be practicing if mm. they could be doing this that drinking water only mm. doing all sorts of stuff and you'll be like you, you'll probably look at their day and be like wait you do all that mm-hmm. but it's all this all those small little individual things that they're doing it's also doing it over a long period of time. And I think that's the thing that people don't realize. Like, you know, you don't just start and then you're instantly there. Right. I also don't like um, this is this is about like uh, the the whole weight thing again. But when when everybody approaches diets, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. It's not it's not that it's the consistency of making a permanent dietary change. You know? Yeah, it's like or people who try to drink like slim fast and lose pounds. Mm. Like you, you mean the weight you're going to gain back because you weren't eating? Yep, because it's like this. The second you go off of it and you return to your normal lifestyle, is it's you're just going to rebound. You know? Yeah, it's the same with like any concept. Well, I mean, there's also a lot of factors in just health in general. Like, uh, I'm learning like gut health affects mental health. Mm-hmm. that's something that's like that's becoming more relevant in you know this day and age and i'm realizing like a lot of these factors like um someone said they took a class i don't know if it was like on twitter something they were talking about a class on like mental health or something like that and it was like uh like being like a poor minority or something can literally like kill you or something like that with how bad and stressful it is mm-hmm. it was something like that it's like you know um or, or you can actually pass a lot of that stuff on like genetically like if you're a person who's depressed all the time and have all these problems and you have kids, like they're susceptible to that. Yeah. I mean, that's why they say it's like, you have to like really be on top of your mental health if you want to have kids. Cause it's like yeah. in the womb, they, like they, they feel all that stuff. I mean, uh, scientists already proved that fear is, uh, inheritable, <clears throat> which I thought fear was is inheritable. You know, it's, well, <laughs> it, well, and it's, it's so not you know even just inheritable. Test. You know about the rat test they did. Yeah, I know about that. Dude, I, I, I know about so many of those. Most of those tests are done on rats because it's not really easy to test humans on a regular basis. Yeah, I've I mean, seen so gonna, many rat tests. <laughs> you're not going to fucking shock test a person then take their kid and shock test the kid after it's <laughs> yeah. born. That'd be, that'd be wild. That's some like in dystopian future kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it um like there's things that are, it's not even just like hereditary from a generation standpoint, but like evolutionary, like I'm trypophobic. So mm-hmm. like like clusters of irregular size holes in irregular clusters. Like I'm not comfortable with them. Like when people were like, you know, photoshopping Lotus pod or Lotus, uh, was it Lotus pod seeds or whatever? I'm like, and calling them rashes that Uh, really bothered me. And apparently that's like, that's literally like my monkey brain, like sensing danger and like wanting to stay away. It's like, you know, like back then it's like, you know, back in the days where the animal kingdom reigned supreme, it was like monkeys would see the combination of like, orange and black and think tiger i gotta go 
That's mm-hmm. wild how like history like loops around like that. It's like, yeah, I have a, I have this kind of condition that just goes back prehistoric because, you know, you see something you don't recognize. It looks bad. Danger. Run. Now that is genetics. That is, yeah, this is straight to there. Are some weird genetic things that like get passed down. But yeah, it's like, you know, I think the, I think the thing is like, I always stress, like try to figure out, figure out some form of balance. Balance will always, however you can get it. Mm-hmm. If you got to do something, you know, it's like, that's why, yeah, that's why I'm all for it. six hour work week, dude. Or just like working for yourself. If you can afford yourself the opposite feet picks, it'll get you there. It'll get some people there. <laughs> It'll get some people there. Not all of us. Not everybody can sell feet picks, but God damn it, everybody can try. It's a, it's amazing seeing the people that uh like seeing a lot of content creators who are have the financial freedom to do their own thing, and it's like mm-hmm. how much better their quality of life is. It's 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 a complete one eighty. You know, they could be like, oh man, I'm depressed all the time. I'm just a a, a worker bee at some dead end factory. You know, then they start creating any type of content and. As soon as it's like, oh, this replaced my job, they happy, cured their depression. They don't think about bad shit anymore. Well, also, it, you know, on, on a better track, they take care of themselves. All of these things change. Well, I've noticed that a thing for like like cosplayers who make a living doing mm-hmm. that. I'm like, okay, that that facilitates all sorts of great things. It's like you you're motivated to get in shape and eat healthy. You meet a bunch of cool people that you can network with or work with. You know, it gives you the financial means to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. you'll follow your dreams and it's like all these things it's like man it's not just a oh it, it's the one thing it wasn't the one thing that came together it was the one thing that facilitated everything else because mm-hmm. that's like oh if i just had this one thing things would go together it's like no there should be one thing that pulls everything together like how 100%. we're trying to do with the podcast except i'm trying to pull people together yeah, it's just we just not, gotta not figure in out a Frankenstein a, way. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking bits and parts of everybody and creating the perfect specimen. The perfect, yeah, the perfect person. <laughs> I like this about this person. Give me that. <laughs> take the take the legs off of this person. Take the torso <laughs> off of this one. Make sure they're all mixed people so they don't ever get sick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> i want a fun to study on this to be honest like let's see what's up with this <laughs> i wish dude uh, you know how much fucking money you'd need you need like flaming dump trucks full of grant money yeah yes i stole that yeah. line <laughs> oh really yeah that's that's from uh that's from uh what is it i don't know i can't remember some animated show i watch one of the like oh. hundred But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, that's what we're trying to do with the pod. It's like, this will facilitate all sorts of other things, mm-hmm. you know, listeners. I, I want everyone who's listening map out your day. See, see, see how your day, day goes, like create a physical, some sort of physical ledger of what your day looks like. You know, maybe the people you hang out with, the things you do, mm-hmm. you know, what areas you want to improve. I feel like we should start having challenges for the pod. Yes. I thought I, th- I thought about like pitching idea of a fitness challenge, but we don't have a fan base big enough for that. <laughs> fitness challenge. One person wins. It's Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is already in shape. He's not allowed to compete. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Now, Josh could pack on muscle, man. That could be his thing. Oh, yeah, he could. Yeah, like pack on more muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love to do something like that, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of want to hear it in the comments. You know, I want to, like, anybody who listens to this episode and maybe has, like, a new line of thinking on it, I want to hear what your tiny things are throughout the day that, you know, pile into each other to make this one good thing. Uh, about like your your habits or like how you're improving your life you know what we might have to do another spinoff series just like come up with a list of things we're trying to improve and like come up with this like whole you know list of habits that we change mm, today i made progress on blank yeah or we could do like a what was it a joe rogan and a bunch of his comedian friends do sober october mm-hmm. uh, where they just like just dedicate an entire month to fitness <laughs> that's pretty cool like yeah, that. they cut out they cut out like alcohol. They go to the gym for hours a day. They just like, you know, and, and it's for it's for the entire month of October. And it's like, you know, just, you know, to see see what happens. I'd be interested in something like that. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Do something cool like that. Maybe maybe offer a prize. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I could dive into a full month of just beating my own ass at a gym immediately out of nowhere. Because <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure I'd be physically reeling after the first week. Like, ah, <laughs> it's like I'm not used so to this. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, or if anybody, if anybody has anything to contribute, if you have any advice for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, have, we'll have to people. make this a bigger you got thing. Any advice for me. <laughs> <laughs> Should pull together like a bunch of like different results and answers and try to come up with like the you know the blueprint to a better life. Yeah, maybe write a book on it. I I can't I I nope not me I don't have that skill yet. <laughs> yeah yeah build skills <laughs> yeah dude i try to like uh like every little thing you know and it also goes to like you know assess what whatever you're trying to teach yourself like what effects it'll have like you know one skill could fa- facilitate other development in other areas it's like you know like learning an instrument that helps your brain in so many different ways it's like crazy mm-hmm. yeah, they've showed like studies on brains of musician and it's just wild like you know their capacity for all sorts of different things just because you know i mean playing music at a virtuosic level like your brain just operates completely differently mm-hmm. or like that i think that i don't know if i think there was like a study they said there was like the science like what goes on in a guitarist brain when they're soloing mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah i need to you know up my game on building skills and habits i'm on a better schedule now so i'll be able to actually do it and i have a coworker who's awesome and i'll be able to actually take more days off yeah no more 10 dude he's baby. crushing yeah, it home. i was like man i wish we had you six months ago this dude was killing it like all week <laughs> or the past yeah, three weeks but if you had him six months ago would you appreciate him as much as you do right now yeah Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'd be like, yes, finally, because I've gone so long without a consistently okay, good coworker. Okay. okay. <laughs> Prior to all the shitty coworkers, like the very uh, first shitty coworker you got, if you had gotten this guy right then. Um. Well, that would be a couple years ago. Because mm-hmm. after Ethan took over, it was like we didn't really have a great coworker mm-hmm. ever. No, I, I don't want to say that. We had. We've had some duds. We had one guy. He just it wasn't a fit for him. And he just 
he wasn't enjoying the job. So that's why he mm-hmm. left. Last person just stopped showing up and had bad attendance overall. Now, this guy, he's super appreciative of the job and he loves it. Yeah, but but it, it's made improvements in his life overall. So mm-hmm. that's what see all he had to do. He changed jobs and it improved his life. Like he's super appreciative of the job because it's like he's he said it like he has people tell me he's a different person and he's so much happier now. That he's got this new job. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. wow, I'm glad that happened. So I had the one thing that keeps ev- pulls everything together instead of the one thing that just, you know. Will be the one last piece. I'd rather the first piece that you know magnetizes the other pieces than the constant search for that one piece. Mm-hmm. You know, like that lost piece in a puzzle because of a factory error. So they, you know, the assembly line messed up and they're missing that piece, and you're just stuck with an empty, you know, little square. <laughs> I've never had that happen personally, though. Fortunately, I'd be mad if I opened up a puzzle, put it together, and there's just one piece missing. Yeah, I'd be flipping shit. I'd be like, all this time wasted. Yeah, so rambling aside. But then I wouldn't put in the energy to like give a shit and get the actual last piece. <laughs> right. Yeah, r- rambling aside, because uh, this could have been a more organized episode, but rambling is always fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't wait till like we're at the point where we can actually like organize episodes because it'll be even better because it'd be like, your episodes are great. Be like, oh, wait till we're doing this full time. We have all the time in the world to work mm-hmm. on it. Um. Yeah, thanks again, everyone, for listening. All you who are still listening, who are trying to keep up with all the new, like the new frequency of episodes. It's the first few weeks of the new season kind of was slow because I was still working a lot. But I mean, we dropped uh, interview episodes and those are those are enough to tie people over. Yeah. Oh, it, I'd actually like to, you know, make a call to all you listeners. If there's anybody you think who should be on the show, send them our way. 100%. We're open to make suggestions. I mean, the only criteria really is like you're you're either a content creator or entrepreneur who's actually like has plans. Mm-hmm. Doing something more than just like wanting to stay at the nine to five do you retire. Yeah, that's been another episode of the Prefer Not to Say podcast. Mm-hmm. Make do sure to like, follow, subscribe, share all that good stuff. Tell all your friends about it. Maybe tell your parents about it if they're into mm-hmm. this kind of thing or if they don't mind people being inappropriate sometimes on a show because, mm-hmm. you know, that is I mean. that is my style. <laughs> 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 yeah, we got a uh, more fun stuff, obviously, coming in coming episodes. Always. It's always a fun time. I hope you guys are enjoying the new uh, schedule setup because we, we decided to meet the demand for more episodes. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I got Just a little tired of, uh, hearing people say, hey, where's the next episode? Yeah, that's why we're doing the shorter episodes and uh, releasing them more often. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to sign off because it's getting hot in my room. Oh, is that, it? It's that world our limit. Yeah, oh, you okay. have a your, your room smaller. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, you, have, okay. you also have more. I think there's less space because of all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is just one open room. You have like the closet, and then like you have the dresser, mini fridge, desk, mm-hmm. or your table or whatever that I, is. I do bed. have a whole fucking apartment in this one room. I also have three windows. So, yeah, more rambling because you guys love it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna sign off. So, uh, yeah, as always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace.